evening and welcome to November Foxtrot. How are we doing, Lance? I'm all right, mate. You? Not too bad. Not too shabby at all. I have a good presentation for tonight's episode in the space of three minutes. So that's always a plus. Oh, oh, <laughs> on time tonight, as ever. And tonight we're sponsored by Dr. Pepper. Oh, are we? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm sponsored by Stanley, as per. Uh, Nofo's live. Thanks for that. Google Chrome. Genius. Hi, Rage. Hi, Fresh Meat. Badger. Harry Badger. Kieran. Even all, even I know, even uh, Harry Badger has uh, recently gone out and bought a shed ton of pyro, including a, uh, a mortar. Yeah, that's um, ridiculous. Saw the pictures. I was like, geez, good God. He's done a cracking job on a, a video for Octo as well. Um, so if anyone's interested, go and hit up the Octo socials. Um, and uh, I think it's up on Mr. Badger's uh, YouTube as well. So look up mm. Harry Badger, nice and simple. Andy says, Hi guys, he's onto Facebook. Andy, if you start swapping tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't <laughs> do my that. At you. <laughs> luck it to Bob, Bob to luck it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. shout Andy out to Andy not... for um, for last week as well. It was, uh, he says oh, it's was... not on Facebook. Why are we. No, we are on Facebook. It's, all... it's on to Facebook. Oh, not. I'm not on, I don't we're know. definitely there. We go. We're definitely on Facebook because Danny's there. Yeah. Well, well, Croydon Danny. Hammond has confirmed it in his own special <laughs> way. Wagwan Madam means um, you are streaming live on Facebook for all. Madam, not Madam. <laughs> oh, Mandem. I thought you said Madam. Sorry. Wagwan Madam is what you say to a. Uh, a it's lady when you're being impressed, It's when Croydon Hammond's turning the charm on. <laughs> yeah. He goes on a charm <laughs> offensive. Oh, Wagwan Madam. <laughs> Hi, Andrew. Uh, Andy says he's been kicked off of Facebook, possibly. Maybe. Maybe you have. It wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. <laughs> Cruelty to dogs with tents or, and robotic things. Yeah. So, so, so you know, the... I'll tell you what. I um, I hit a new low last night. So, um, Oh, oh I... dear. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So I was sitting there and I was like, oh, I really fancy something sweet. I just want something a little bit sweet. Um, so I, I ended up raiding my uh, my Milsim supplies and I ended up eating a cranberry turnover and a packet of peanut butter. Um, but the particular... You need to stop with the peanut butter. You've got a bit no, of a but particular low. The particular low. So the peanut butter tubes are like that. And I ripped off the top corner, but it was like a hangnail and that it just kept going. And I ended up completely taking the side off the peanut butter sachet. Um, Did you actually have a good look point, inside it? At this point, I'm like eating the peanut butter just like, like a set of pan pipes. Just like... Lapping at the peanut butter. I've got peanut butter going all over my fingers. It went on my t-shirt. Oh, it was oh, an yeah. absolute chaotic adventure. So you're better off just stripping down completely raw for, pe- for yeah, eating peanut butter. Yeah, and just smearing myself in the peanut butter. Just like yourself in it. Yeah, it's brilliant. Swampy beast. <laughs> I, to be fair, if I covered myself in peanut butter, I would imagine I'd look like Pete Brewer. Um, Could well be, Cap- yeah. Captain Splatfuck. Literally, you know, literally like... be an allergen's nightmare, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's my new Milsim tactic. Oh no, it's Allergy Man! <laughs> my plan is to fight the enemy off using uh, peanut butter. Allergy Man, sorry. Oh, Danny, don't make it weird. He said I'll lick you. He would do as well, though. Uh, uh, Harry says, sorry to both of you for springing the body cams on you last minute. I know it must have been an inconvenience, but for the mortar footage, it was well worth it. Thanks, chaps. I owe you. Not a problem, mate. It was awesome. I felt like a right little celebrity. Yeah, I, I, I have no idea whether any of the footage I... Well, I didn't video it. I was basically a bipod for you for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know if it was any good or not at all. So here we go. <laughs> uh, Chris says, say warrior. No. 
So we were at the Octo event. And, um, <laughs> oh no, we were at the Octo event, and it turns out that um, Lance apparently says "warrior" in a slightly weird way. Um, I'm not no. commenting either way. Don't have a go at me, but Chris, Chris was picking that one up. Um, and Ray says, "Can we not have the image of Mike naked covered in peanut butter, probably in a dark garage with his murder bag?" Can we not have the image? It's too late, mate. That, that, that yeah, seed's been sown. It's there. <laughs> That's that has been put out there. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe we should come out with a uh, a nofo calendar and that can be like <laughs> that can be November. It spreads the peanut butter on its skin or else it gets the hose again. <laughs> put the fucking puppy in the basket. <laughs> For those of you who haven't seen Silence of the Lambs, I suggest you go and watch it. <laughs> I I don't get the comment to be fair. I was just kind of agreeing. Have you not seen Silence of the Lambs? I have seen Silence of the Lamb, but I don't know it well enough that I could I could like specifically reference things. The only thing I know is like um hello Clarice. And he doesn't even say that. He says like good evening or something like that. Um Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where she comes out of the elevator. Yeah, yeah. And he says something else afterwards, which is very, very horrible. Yes. Then we won't go into that. Yeah. Uh Andy says, Badger, there was like 10 minutes of me looking at Mike's chest. There was that. <laughs> So Andy and I are obviously on the uh, on the JTF team together. I've got this camera, and then I was like, "Oh look, I've got a camera!" And then Andy literally just stood in front of me, just going like that, basically. <laughs> um, Louis says, "Good job, Dad!" From Louis. Thanks, mate. Nicely done. And then we got about twenty minutes, mate, to bedtime. <laughs> uh, Chris says, "Are you both going in April?" So. I no, we're not because it's AI I'm not. 500. I wasn't sure if you were or not. I don't think I am. No, is it the same weekend or the weekend before, weekend after? I don't think it's the same weekend. AI 500 is the 11th, in it April 11th weekend. Mm. Even Terry, welcome back from work. Hi, Terry. Yeah, I don't know, mate. I, I'd, I'd love to, obviously, because I've not really missed one yet. Um, well, apart from last year, I had to miss one, unfortunately. Family circumstances and all that. Um, I'd like to go. But I, I don't think I'll be able to do. Let me work on it. I'll see. <laughs> I've got a certain somebody to talk to about that, and I don't. Who, funnily enough, really might be watching anyway. So, who happens to be watching now? Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. Gary, uh, Harry says, "Gary Delaney joke. I can give you the cause of anaphylactic shock in a nutshell." <laughs> boom boom. So, uh, pew pew news, I guess. Pew pew news, yes. Pew. We need pew, to get like pew. a little intro for this. We need some like fancy, like pew, 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 pew. maybe we could just grab our riffs up and just start shooting them. No, because then um, we get kicked off of YouTube. Or, oh, but you didn't let me finish. I was just gonna say, or not, as the case may be. Ah. All right. Any, <sighs> um, any purchases? Uh, I've got my the great ah, yes. out, so we've both signed up for that. Didn't really talk about it beforehand, so perhaps we should have done a joint one. For no five, but we've just that done would have made more sense. Individual, um, individual ones. Yeah. So you've got to double donate now. Um, so yeah, we're doing. I, I have to admit, I haven't donated to, to yours because I've donated to James uh, McNeary's. Who um, I've donated to James. I haven't donated so then, to yours yet. Well, I've donated to mine. I've donated, I've donated to James's. I reckon <laughs> this is this is a pyramid scheme. This is this is basically how we're going to be funding uh, the British Legion is just through people running charity events, then donating to all their friends that are also running charity events. Brilliant. Perfect. It's a good plan. It's a good plan. It works. It works. Yeah. So we're going to be doing that. Are we doing it together? Or are we doing? 
Uh, I wasn't weekend. doing mine together, so I was doing mine on the. Oh, when was it? Oh, it cost me double. Mine's double. middle of March, so I'm doing mine these eighteenth uh, and nineteenth. Or is that the weekend before SEO? Yes. Or... Uh, oh, before... oh, so that's the SEO weekend then. And the SEO weekend, yeah, yeah. Sorry, because I'm going to the Legion event. Um, but you're not yet. Yeah, yeah. So you're doing your sleep out on the SEO weekend, whereas I'll be. Yes. At the SEO weekend, so I have to do mine the week before you. Yeah. Oh, it's very complicated, isn't it? And I can't do mine at the SEO weekend because I'm not staying away from home. If that makes sense. So, um, it, it's just. You're not, well, you're not going to the SEO, are you? No, no. So the reason I'm not going to the SEO event is because of the baby. So I'm only yes. doing one event a year, uh, a month. One event a year, what? that'd be a nightmare. One event a month. Um, but I'm allowed to camp out in the garden for those two days. So I, I as long as I'm around, it's not a problem. I can business. be in the garden, apparently. <laughs> right. As long as you can hear the bell ring. Yeah. Hello, darling. Uh, so what is what is the um, what is the Tommy sleep out? Let's just talk about. That so again. we're we're doing it's it's obviously it's for the um, Royal British Legion raising money for the vets, their families. Bits and bobs like that. Um, so we're doing the. Um, you're, you've set yourself a bit of a challenge, haven't you? The more money you raise, the minimal kit you're going to have. I'm down for that. Yeah, I might have to put a little side note on mine. Oh, so if yeah. I can get over, if I can get over me one seven five, I'll um, I'll just bivy bag it down for the night with no yeah. no cover, just a bivy bag. Hardcore. So I um, so that the 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 whole challenge basically, the the premise of it is, it's the uh, it's called the Great Tommy Sleepout, and the idea is to promote uh, the fact that there are a lot of. Uh, ex-soldiers and the like who are obviously homeless mm. um, having served their country you know potentially having come back with mental disorders physical disorders uh, or not disorders per se but you know what I mean like the challenges uh, Been they now have to cope basically. with exactly um, and they're basically sort of you know it, it's to kind of promote the fact that there's a lot of homeless people out there that are ex-serving soldiers um, and it also raises money to help them Mm. Um, so I mean, the premise of mine is that uh, the more money I raise, the less stuff I'm going to have. Uh, so I think I'm fairly close to my first target of being in a tent. Um, so I'm dropping down to a basher and then after that, a bivy. And then I wasn't really sure what else I can <laughs> just, but then, then remove. Just the last, last resort is just peanut butter, just laying there naked. Just I hate this, <laughs> but I'm this doing is, it for charity. This is horrible, <laughs> yeah. So that's no, good, mate. It's good. Liz says, oi, oi, girls, welcome back, sick note. Yes, thanks, mate. <laughs> had a little hiatus last week. Um, Alien, Alien World control. Aquatics says hello. Hi. Alien World Aquatics, wow. That's a cool name. Hello. I like that. I, like that. I wonder if that's like Aquatics on an Alien World, or if it's like... Alien World Aquatics. Well, supplying all aquatic items to Alien World. Alien Worlds, yeah. Like if you're having like a like koi pond in your, in your back garden in Mars. Perhaps. Tropical fish Number one exporter new... of cod to Jupiter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking for a new tropical fish tank for my. I'm really sorry. My weekend You've obviously this is the first time you've joined us on the chat, but we're we're not purposely picking on you. I promise. It's just no, it's exciting. This is an interesting name. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for joining us. Nanu Nanu. Uh, Ray says, "Have you ever considered putting some veteran organisations on your website?" We have not, but I'm going to make a note of that, and we will do that. Good shit, And we should have a direct link to buying Tranger on there. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> definite link for rage. There. Our Tranger discount code. Tranger discount. It's just rage. It's a picture of rage just going. Yeah, <laughs> Tranger. <laughs> <laughs> Still um, need to Photoshop rage onto um, King Leonidas kicking that dude into the pit in three hundred. Yeah. But instead of shouting Sparta, he shouts Tranger. That's got to happen. 
Someone who's someone out there who's great with um, Photoshop, make it make it so. Andy, 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 job opportunity. Um, Andy says I could just go down to lying in the woods holding jam, peanut butter. I could Ooh, peanut butter jelly time. Yeah, uh, Mike, you could end up with just some peanut butter and a baby monitor. Right, this peanut butter. I like peanut butter to clarify, but the uh, the smearing myself all over it was it is a joke. It's not something I partake in at the weekend. Um. During the week, though, he does, just not the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chris Berry says, Man Down is a good group of guys. Yeah, so there's um, there's actually yeah. a Man Down event coming up, um, which is already on the website. Um, so on our Intel section, I think there's details of it on there. I don't think it's happened yet. Let me just double-check. Mike Fraser, you need to check uh, your So 30th of April to the 1st of May, 2022. It's Operation Stigma 2, uh, the weekender, in aid of young minds. Um, and that's in cooperation with Man Down Events and Alpha 55. Um, so if you're interested, there's a link on our Intel section that will take you through, I think, to their Facebook page. Um, so if you've got any questions, oh, no, sorry, it goes through to the website. So if you're interested in that, definitely hit that up. That's all mm. the details on there. So, yes, very good. Anything, any purchases uh, for you this week, mate? Anything? Uh, the only thing I have bought is I bought a Turbo Flame um, twin jet lighter. Ooh, I bought a pack of Bix from the pound shop in Lighterland. Can't go wrong with them. A little bit lighter in your kit, wicked. I did buy, I did buy one of our torches from our giveaways because I liked it so much. So this is the one of the giveaway prizes. Was that the Conus uh, 360 lumen tactical light pistol, underslung pistol uh, light or rifle, whatever? And I liked it that much. I bought it. I bought one. These are wicked, and I, I well to be fair, I, I think they're wicked. But and I'm going on the comparison that I've never ever owned a pistol light before, so I've got nothing to compare it to. But for my first outing into pistol lightness, um, really cool. So I've got a just a, this is just like an off cut Picatinny rail, but look at this just to fit in it. No windy windy, no. Sorry, I turned, I've, I've I've hidden the screen. I'm back. Oh, that's wicked. I'm back. I'm literally, I'm back. All you literally do is just pull these two bits down, and it just slides off. There's no key oh, nice. jobs. So you can literally just have it if you haven't got a holster for your pistol that holds attack light. No worries, man. I'll tell you what, actually, um, you can get a, a molly easy to look, look, you can get a molly to pick a tinny adapter. Yeah, but it's, it's like satisfying. a little panel of um it's, a... <laughs> it's just satisfying. It's a you're right there, Lance. <laughs> I I love it. I love things like that. It's just like one good clunk and it's like yes. You can buy a little um, like square adapter that, right. that goes onto Molly. That's a little short section of Picatinny rail. Um, so that's the sort of thing you could have the torch equipped to, and then if you do need to slap it on at any point, you just quickly lick it off again yeah. and put it on the end of your rifle. You've even got attack mode. So yeah, very happy with that. Conus, um, it's called the Conus Light Dash TL, three hundred sixty lumen, waterproof. Blah blah blah. Takes one of the standard um, what's it Doobie batteries. Uh, the CR2 battery, which comes included. I've seen him on Amazon for 45 quid. Mike Brewer, fuck's sake. <laughs> What's he done? He's just so he put in the chat. Um, hang on. I mean, mate, fair play to you. He says, Mike Fraser, you need to check your RBL. I've literally just looked at it. He's just donated very kindly 60 pounds, but the fuck has now put me up to 120, which means I'm down to Basher and Tarp and Bibby, uh, uh... Bibby Bag. So thank you very much, Mike. I really, really appreciate it. But at the same time, oh fuck. Splatfuck. <laughs> Captain Splatfuck is struck. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, thanks, mate. I appreciate that. 
Nancy do um, have a lot. I do, mate. Yes. So I'm happy. That was my little purchase for this week. All good fun. All good fun. Andy says, I need a photo of Rage. Can have it done before the end of the show. I'll leave you in Rage's capable hands, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you can find Actually, a picture of Rage. Andy, Rage obviously came on the uh, the show a while ago, so there might be a picture you can yeah. take from that, potentially. Who knows? Yes. Um, Regardless, says, what's your object today? So we're going to be talking about uh, Octo. We're going to be doing a little Octo debrief, and then we're going to be talking about our wonderful riffs that we have. Our wonderful um, whiffles. Which we've worked out we can do without YouTube kicking us off. So mm. that's that's the plan. With no touchy-touchy. Yeah, of course. Unfortunately. <laughs> uh, Ray says, I bought a Vortex Spitfire uh, a pr AR prism scope as I'm old and have bad eyes. Oh, I do like the Vortex stuff. I do need to get some. Yeah, nice then. Fair play. Um, so, I'll tell you what, should we, should we jump into Octo? So obviously we, we had a bit of a debrief last week with Andy. Very kindly came on the show to have a chat. So we obviously talked about it a bit from a JTF perspective. But how did it go with, from the PMC? We're obviously on the other team. We had a few little uh, we did together. <laughs> it was wicked. It's good fun. They're a great bunch of guys, the PMC. So, you know, Tim Brown heading them up. Um, we always have a good crack. You, you know, I think we had three or four new newer guys who had not taken part before. We managed to get on to the event. Bring Andy back. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye bye everybody. <laughs> oh yeah, we had we had two or three new guys onto the team and just fell straight into getting involved, getting it done. Um, and it's great to link up with them because, like you say, they've got the like the honor roll sort of thing. Whereas if you've been to the previous event, you get sort of first dibs on whether you want to go to the next one. Um, so it's nice you see a lot of the old faces there, and you you, you build up a good rapport with all the with all the PMC team. So yeah, really enjoyed it, mate. You know, hit the ground running off the back at our um uh, our, our not uranium. Oh, lithium. We had our lithium, lithium. mine yeah. up and running. Uh, so we were producing that, and that was being guarded, uh, making sorties across the river. Um, well, you guys were all over the site, like literally. We, we came was, out we, made, we, our, put some, um... we put some mileage in over that weekend. I mean, it's not, yeah. the, it's not a humongous site, but when you're constantly moving about and cutting from this section to that section and having to do bits and bobs, it was, um, yeah, quite tiresome, but good fun. It was great. It was, a, it was just a nice, easygoing team. You know, there's no there's no egos yeah. there or anything like that. It was quite, it's just a really good team to be on. Really good fun. So, yeah, we thoroughly enjoyed it. I did enjoy our the, little... Um, we had a little uh, spat, didn't we? We're well, not really a spat, but it was a bit of an engagement. So, um, one of the... Oh, we had several. I that, thought it was good. Yeah, but with the one the one that really stands out between the two of us is um, there was... Uh, so, the Octo rules are basically if you get shot in the arm on the leg, uh, it's not counted as a kill, per se. You can carry on uh, operating. You obviously just have lost that limb. So, for example, if you get shot in the leg, you can limp around. Uh, shot in the arm, you have to use the other arm for any of your shooting or anything like that. Um, so I, I saw Lance and I clocked him. So I was sort of had a bit sneaky, sneaky. And then mm. he, he he clocked me and he, he, he started to shoot. So I ducked behind some logs and he managed to catch me in the arm. Now, to be fair to me, um, I wasn't 100% clear on the rules. So I, I've got the dead rag. So I pulled it out. So I was like, oh, I've been shot in the arm. And then I think because you you were like oh he's he's down so you you'd wandered well, over I to me I, then... I didn't I didn't know I'd, I'd hit you in the arm I thought I critically hit you yeah so I thought oh I must have popped him in the head or he's taken a couple in the chest or something um yeah. uh, sorry just had a weird thing come off my computer um so I presume that obviously I yeah and that wound, to be fair is a hundred percent my fault like I I should have I shouldn't have pulled the red rag <laughs> out I, th I think it's just scallywag. I, no, but it was accidental. And to be fair, you came over, and as soon as you, I, because I, I went to shoot you, um, nothing came out of my pistol. 
basically just a load of gas. So I just so froze funny. your knee. Yeah, yeah. I came up to you. I was all tactical. I was like, mm, mm. like Matrix, swanning over, swanning over, not all nonchalant. Yeah, I've killed it. Right. And then um, I knelt down, and you, and you literally just went Bah! like made some odd noise and just went with your pistol. Like it was, it was about that far away from my knee, and I was just like, oh, that's really cold. <laughs> And you were like, oh, yeah, you only got me in the arm. I was like, oh, you bastard. That's horrid. Yeah. Why would you do that to me? Because you'd said, you'd said, oh, you've got your dead rag out. I was like, oh, I'm really sorry. No, fair enough. So I it was said, all very well, gentlemanly, wasn't it? I know, exactly. I said, you can, you, you're you still up. No, it's fine. And he went, oh, no, I'm tired anyway. I'll have a little bit of a sit down. <laughs> I'm going to kneel down. As I've, been, I've, just, I've just been kneecapped by my host, by my co-host. <laughs> with froze my joint, basically. It was literally all the gas in that mag went straight onto my yeah. knee. I was like, off. Oh, Oh, I was just in the moment. I was just like, yeah. Yeah. That was brilliant. It was funny. It was really funny. It was good. You froze me. <laughs> froze my heart. <laughs> it was so, good, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was it was, it was good being on two different teams. Um, I won't lie that I, you know, I, I might have missed you. I might have missed being on the same team as you, but it was good. It was good. I must admit, I did find myself wondering lonesomely sometimes, think, looking around thinking, I literally have no team. There's no team here. I found myself like just like trolling through some woodland and go, my oh no, he's not here. <laughs> Shed a little tear. <laughs> but all the boys looked after me, Dragar and all that, Dragar Airsoft. Yeah. Not bad. I mean I think I think that was the difference probably between the JTF and PMC that I found was that the, the PMC seems a little bit more and it, to be fair, it, it's within the uh, the kind of the, the different teams remits, but the, the JTF was a lot more right. We're all a team, we're all working together, and we had fewer numbers, so we had to do that. Um, yeah, you did. PMC yeah, you did have a lot less. Late. I mean, Christ, I mean, you must have had what 11, 12 guys? Eight top. There were eight of us eight? versus 20 really? odd of you. Oh, lot. no, yeah. but that's because the um, you had the ding dong motherfuckers. Yeah, there's only four of them it. when they joined in, four or five of them. Yeah. That was interesting. It's like, which one of this lot have actually turncoated now then? Because it's like, they're all just in DPM. We're like, uh, I think we should shoot all of them and sell their body parts. <laughs> that's, that's my input. Just kill all of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Andy says, oh, and when we charged him thinking we were up against his MP5, but it was going against the DMR and he picked us both off. Yeah. And you shot my fucking earpiece out my ear. That was, let's, I have never made Let's take a minute like to just talk about that. <laughs> Because literally, Lance, Lance is like, it's, we've been sitting in this freaking tyre fort for ages because that was the only place that we could get to. Um, and you were sort of sitting in a little barricade a little way off and sort of just picking it was us like up. It like a pit, wasn't it, in the cross, on the yeah. T-junction of the crossroads. And then literally, rounds are coming in and I caught one right on the ear and I was like, oh, really hurt. I mean, good shot, but it really hurt. And I went to sort of check my, my ear just to kind of casually touch it. And I was like, oh, my earpiece is falling out. I was like, well, I can't hear out of my left ear. Basically, the silicon thing was sort of stuck in my head. Literally just cleaved it in two. Yeah. Straight through it. Literally shit in two. That sort of half an hour was probably my best little bit of the event for me. For my Not for the team, but for my own personal sort of... Because I literally left the lithium mine and, and patrolled up the... Um, I had Smudger on my right-hand... Uh, sorry, Swampy on my right-hand side going through the tree line. I was on the left-hand side of the road. You and Andy were in the mortar pit. And I think I got you guys, and then you dropped back to the, your region, which was the tire barricade yeah. thing, probably 50, 60 meters back. Um, and so we pushed up, and we just had an engagement. It was just me and Swampy against, I don't know how many of your JTF were there, and then the, the ding-dong, fucking whoever the fuck they are, <laughs> started on us. And then we had the Chinese um, 
the uh, the bloody triads. They they came in from the other way, so we was having little skirmish with them as well. There was the only two of us there, and we were like, "I've got about a mag and a half left, tops." <laughs> <laughs> but then I had a right, I had a right touch because I had my I wore my um my Condor light gunner plate carrier, which I'd not used for ages. I thought, "No, I'm going to use it this weekend" because I I run my um warrior <laughs> test rig. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, to the last, to the previous one, and then I had my DPM one on the most recent, and so I thought, oh, no, I'm going to use my my, my OD green. That's cool, I like that. Opened up the little kangaroo patch at the front. I was like, two FBS Mark Fives are in there. No, the black ones are really good ones. I was like, fucking yes, firepower. I said, look at the treasure I've just found. Pulled out these two Mark Fives. Yeah, we're in business, boys. <laughs> so that was good fun. But yeah, it was great. It was just a great event. There was no. No bullshit. It was no nonsense. It was just bloody. Yeah. It was really good. It was a wicked event to start the new year off. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Well, it was fun. fun. That was the main thing. It wasn't like and the props. You know that matey Suzuki um, technical that he brought for your yeah, JTF yeah. team. That was fucking brilliant. I mean, the, the the money and time and effort you must have put into that was um, exceptional. It was really cool. You know, and, and obviously Josh and the Octo guys with all the quad bikes and all the props were there, the body parts in the frozen ice packs and. Coming in with the different characters, I just—it's just brilliant fun. It really is good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Proper good fun. It's a right laugh, and, and obviously the the the, the uh, supreme leader is just. <laughs> oh, Vern. Vern is the best man. He literally just makes me instantly happy. So yeah, yeah. he's a wonder. He's a, a wonderful human beings. That's what they all are. Yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> it was good. Should we talk, should we talk pews? Pew, pews and Bonnie McGrews. Yeah, go on in. You can start. Well, I think oh, right, I'll start. So that is, yes, <laughs> that is my first, first and only ever pistol that I've ever ever bought. People have got quite a few pistols in the airsoft world, haven't they? I've, I've got, got, one. got about eight. I've only got what? one I use regularly. But... <laughs> I've got one, and that is it. <laughs> I don't know why you need to have so many different pistols. It's a fuck. It's a pistol. Do you know what I mean? But I suppose you can say the same thing about rifles at the end of the day. It's, it's an airsoft yeah. rifle. But um, yeah, WE High Kappa 45. I've done nothing to it apart from adjust the hop to make the BB go straight and clean it. A cheeky little conus there as well. Yeah, I've got my tech light on there. It's weird. That's a wicked bit of kit. Um, but I, I love that pistol. You know, I'll get a, a accurate to sort of like 30 odd ish meters, maybe a bit less um, before it starts dropping off a bit. But I've always been one of them where. I think the the especially I don't know maybe I'm too Mil, maybe I'm too Milsim for Milsim. I think the pistol shouldn't be able to reach the distance that a rifle does. Do you know what I mean? But then I don't know how you would do that without it dropping off of the like six seven meters. It'd be a bit pathetic, pretty much pointless using it. Um, so yeah, I mean I get good accuracy on that for sort of like 25, 30 meters, and that's that's it for me. I don't I, you know, there's no upgrades in it at all. You know, uh, green gas in the summer, red in the winter. It doesn't look like it's been sprayed. I it hasn't been sprayed. That is the only. Do you know what that and my MP5 is the only things that haven't been sprayed. Yeah, yeah. I'd be expecting a little bit of a cheeky sprayage. Do you know what I was thinking about having a little play about with the um, with the with the with the grip covers um, about maybe getting some sort of like a real off brown, dark mahogany brown on there, and just really rubbing it in with like a clear lacquer, just so it looks like a like an almost like a. Like a, like a redwood, like Canadian redwood sort of thing. Well, you could always change them out. You can, they, um, you can get the real ones. I mean, it is, it is a yeah. 1911 pistol grip. So, I mean, I'm, I'm sure, well, I don't know if real steel ones would fit there or not. I don't know. But you can get like the wood ones. But I don't know if I want to 
go down the road or not. There's nothing wrong with them. They're, they're fine. You know, do the job. Mm. So, um, but yeah, that's a wicked bit of pistol. It makes a good sound. It's got a really nice blowback to it. Um, yeah, I've never had any problems with it, really. No misfires. The mags have been, always been good. The WE pistol mags for it. Um, they've always been fine. Yeah. yeah. My little go-to. I've got hardly any kills of it, I must admit. I've got a few, but not many. <laughs> Well, I haven't got many on the pistol either. Even when, when I first started out, I never really used to use it very much. I mean, it got to the point where I didn't really bother taking it out. But then when you start getting sort of like into games where it's like weapon hits, counting and stuff like that, and you're like, I've got nothing now till yeah. I regen. That's when it sort of comes it's into It's building its clearance as well, mostly, isn't it? I mean, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, building like... clearances. And obviously now I'm using my DMR a hell of a lot more than my sort of like my normal M4 and that. Then it's a, it's a must. You know, as soon as you, as soon as you get inside that MED, you're switching to your pistol. Mm. Um, which I can do quite quick. I think you actually Terry... When when we did um, uh, the last Taliban event at APOC, um, and we took the uh, we took their fob <clears throat> at the top of the hill, and my weapon got hit out, so I resorted to my sidearm. Terry actually complimented me on the on the speed of my draw, and I'll never forget that. I was like, "Oh, mate, thanks for that." Talk about you, Sheriff Lance. <laughs> yeah. So it was all um, it was all. Uh, so that's my yeah, that's my sidearm. Yeah. In a nutshell. Cool. What sort of um, do you run gas CO2? What sort of gas do you use? Yes, uh, the new pro. I use the um, WE. Is it not WE? Or was it the new pro one? Green gas in the summer, and I run rest red gas in the winter for it. Yeah. Um, and I, like I said, I've never had any problems. The only thing I've not done with it, and I should do, is um, I don't use the um, I don't use the maintenance gas. So I do. I put a bit of vas around the old O-rings and stuff. But um, but like I said, I've never had any leaks or anything with them, so it's always been good. Never been an issue. Cool. It's a nice bit. Of, it's a nice solid feel as well. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's a good feel to it. See, I like I like the Glock. I'm just going to move on to this. This is the uh, WE Glock 17. Um, I've had this for. So I originally had a TM Glock 17, um, and then I bought this one because this can deal with CO2 mags better than the TM. Mm-hmm. Uh, from my understanding, I'm not I'm not a tech expert at all. Um, so this is completely stock. Um, I was running CO2 mags until. Oh, probably <coughs> last year um and then i sort of started going back over to gas again um on my discovery of red gas basically um because i was always struggling in the winter to basically get the output um on on the gas mags i mean gas gas blowbacks are always a bit of a finicky finicky beast anyway oh yeah especially yeah um, um, when you bring yeah. temperature it makes it even worse um, and the co2 mags while they're really good um i was finding that the valves needed um, resealing fairly often um, and then because the cheap metal on the valves itself it was kind of mashing the screw thread so they became a bit of a nightmare to have to try and unscrew and fix mm-hmm. um, so I've kind of just transitioned back to the, uh, the standard gas and I'm now using red gas as, as you said in the winter and green in the summer um, and yeah I mean I've had this one for probably about four years now um, it doesn't really get a lot of use I mean there was a period where I found just taking it off as well just leaving it behind because didn't really ever use it um but if it's ever a sort of a cqb game or anything like that or especially the octo games um yeah really enjoying it um just makes a bit of a difference carrying around the lmg you can just kind of drop that off and then you can go sweeping around the rooms with a pistol yeah definitely yeah and like you said obviously if you're not really going to go bursting into a room especially some some events as well so close quarters with an lmg you know you're quite lucky no. with your stoner you've got you've got semi-auto selection haven't you but obviously my 249 i haven't so and it's also just the length of it like i mean if you if you've got to go into little cupboards or anything like that it's just you just can't do that with a long a long rifle no Um, that's right that's right yeah so just transitioning to that 
Yeah. A little bit sneaky, sneaky. I've always, I think it might be the American in me, but I've always liked Glocks. I, mean, I just like square things. Like, just yeah, fair play. It's, it's a classic, yeah. isn't it, really? There's a classic design, yeah. classic look of it. And I love it, yeah. I went for the, obviously, like I went for the 19... I didn't want to get an old school 1911. The other one yeah. I did look at was a brown in high power, looking at that one of them. I mean, the old go-to for the paras and the and, and two-two, <laughs> and that used to be back in the day, wouldn't it? Yeah, to be cool. Nice to be fair. I've got a couple other pistols as well. So I've got a Mark 23, um, but Mm. I don't generally tend to use it that often. Um, I've got a uh, what's the Luger? I've got a World War II Luger. Oh, wow, nice. um, Which I just bought because I just love the Luger. Um, yeah, so I don't don't ever run it or anything like that. It's just like, oh, just play with it every once in a while. Um, (laughs) so that's what I've got. And I've also got the uh, you know, the really like glossy, glitzy Mexican cartel. 1911, the one that's like all like inlaid with all the patterning and stuff like that. Oh right, okay. With the um, yeah. like two naked women on the on the pistol grips or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So I've got I've got <laughs> yeah. one of those. That's yeah, pretty, that's pretty sexy. <laughs> play. Uh, Fresh meat says my G17 is a little monster. Yeah, so I haven't upgraded this at all. I know um, Wayne was talking about a few upgrades I could look at, but to be fair, I've never really needed it. It's always sort of been you know, if I'm at range, I'm I'm just using. Um, like my primary, and then this is this is purely as a backup. So. Mm, mm. And but even when I do shoot it, it just shoots gas out anyway. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, just got to work on getting them BBs at the end of it, and I'll be yeah, fucking sorted. Yeah. Absolutely, it probably nice. needs a bit of maintenance or something like that. Mm. So. I mean, that's one thing I must say with the old high cap of forty five. Never let me down. Never, it's never once misfired or you know. I'm saying that now. Touch some wood quick. Um, yeah, it probably will now. It'll probably just break into a million bits next time I draw it or something like that. But yeah, it's always been it's very reliable. That's it, yeah, yeah, indestructible apparently. So, um, but yeah, like I said, I've never had any problems with it, so it's always been a nice. But two, uh, yeah, if I had to get another two pistols, I'd say it would be, um, it would be like Kenny's just mentioned there, the lovely feeling, a brown in high power, it'd be one of them. And I'd really like to get, um, sort of like the current British Army, it'd be the the P226, the SIG, mm-hmm. which would be cool. Nice, I'd like to have a go at one of them. Next event coming up, anyone's got one? Let me fire a couple of rounds off, yeah. wicked, lovely, thank you very much. Fresh meats, uh, Glock can apparently lift point fours if he wants to spend more money. Yeah, well, mine list, mine miss, mine uh, list four freeze. All right, I'll get some good range at yeah. 25 30 meters of four freeze only because obviously that's what my DMR uses. It's wasn't in the speed loader, so blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah. Bang a few of them there, but now I am running three sixes in my DMR and not four threes. If you ever get a chance, try firing point one twos out of a pistol. Point one twos, yeah. So I had a bag of point one twos that came in, I think I had like um. Did they survive the impact even? It was some sort of freebie thing, and I just fired it, and literally this thing just went sky high. Like I didn't even (laughs) I didn't even change the hop, but it just went straight up in the air. I'm firing it over a fan. Yeah. (laughs) Brilliant. Um so then Andrew Taylor. I was gonna move on to SMGs. Yeah, two seconds. Looking at your events calendar, why no Sterling events seems very south. Oh yeah, I was gonna come back to that one. Yeah. Um so Andrew's just said to ask that. Yeah, so basically, um, we don't actually add the events to our events calendar. Uh, the way that that's added is the event companies themselves. So we've sent out the links to do so and it's sort of gauge interest from various companies. And Sterling just, I want to say didn't reply because that sounds really bad, but they they um, haven't engaged with the process. Um, so that's why. Yeah. So the, the companies that are on the, are on the website are basically the companies that have said, yeah, we want to be a part of this. Um, mm-hmm. That's why. So something to do with us. It's it's just purely yeah, purely given the option to um the companies to upload what they want to upload, whether they've not seen it yet or not, we don't know. But we still yeah. went on a couple of um couple of uh, event host hosters to um to get in touch with us. Mm. 
And if you know, if you go to an event and then they're not one of the ones that we've got on our calendar, um, let them know. Um, just say, oh, have you heard about this? And uh, mm. they, they can drop us an email and we can get it sorted out. You know, it's, it's yeah. an easy little process. Um, it's, I mean, it's, it's a wicked benefit. I mean, it, not only for a player to look and see what's coming up this year, but also for event planners to sort of engage with other event planners to think, oh, right, Christ, you've got that event that weekend. Right, I'm going to do mine for a couple of weeks' time. Just so you're not then trying to fight for players to go to, you've got two great events coming up. You think, shit, you know, that's that weekend or, or, or they're on the same weekend and it's two events that you're really sort of loyal, not loyal to, but you're really excited for. But now you've got to pick between two of them. It's really difficult to do that. So sort of by doing this calendar, it's, it's enabling players to keep tabs of what's going on and also event organisers to see what's going on as well once they all start getting on board of it. So spread the word, people. Yeah. <laughs> Get it all out there. I was going to jump on to SMGs. Oh, yes. Yeah, so it, it's quite right. it's quite funny. Um, we, we didn't necessarily plan this uh, particular thing, but um, we've worked on the principle of Lance just sent me over a photo, like, photos of his riffs, and then I've got mine. And we've, we've perfectly got a pistol, an SMG, uh, like a little short rifle, a DMR, an LMG, um, and then you threw the mortar in at the end, which I just, you know, there was no point of us both putting a picture of our mortars up. So. Joy, joy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's talk the, about the MP5. The MP5, yeah. I, my, my first ever airsoft rifle was the uh, Umarex MP5A2, blue and black. It was wicked. It, it only died last year, I think. So I had that for a good six years. Um, and I've always loved them. I've always loved the look of them. Uh, and I got this one. This is the Simon Blue Edition, uh, the A3. Um, I've added the aftermarket Picatinny rail at the top there um for for a for an optic um but I, I prefer using the iron sights of it it's such a short little cqb-esque i mean not even cqb i mean the range on that thing i've done the only thing i've done to that was that when out of the box i personally wasn't too happy with the um uh the rate of fire so all i've done is put a slightly higher torque uh motor in it just to make it turn them out turn arounds out a bit quicker uh standard barrel standard hot um i'm hitting 315 fps on point twos, um, I, I fire point uh, two fives out of it, and it's just a wicked bit of kit. It's a great fight. It's heavy as well, though. It's an AG. It's not a gas blowback or anything, but it's so heavy, and it feels really reliable. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's like full metal. You obviously got the polymer rear stock and that, and the and the front grip. Um, but even like the bolt handles all metal. The sling loops, the eyelets are all metal. It's a really good, strong, well made, very minimal wobble on the rear stock. Um, yeah, it's a wicked bit of kit. I love it. Great fun, great fun gun to use. The only thing I would like is if if they could somehow enable. I mean, obviously, I know you can get a rear wired solid stock, which you could get a slightly better battery in there. But obviously, I can only get the thin nunchuck batteries in the front. It's not the end of the world. You know, it still runs perfectly well. But it'd be nice to get a little bit more juice in there, just to really open her up a bit. But I mean, yeah, she came out to play the uh, Octo event against these uh, against the. Mike and uh, his uh, counterpart, Mr. Bob. <laughs> yeah, but not quite as much as we thought it was going to be when we were up No, no, no. Well, I did. That's the thing. <laughs> See, I changed it out because um, because of the range I can get on the DMR. Um, it, it just like totally surpasses that. Um, so I thought, oh no, I'm just while I'm here, I'm just going to quickly swap out. <laughs> and obviously, you two and the last engagement we had, I had the MP5, and then um, the next engagement we had, I had the DMR, <laughs> and I do remember that engagement of you two sort of come screaming at me. I was like, <laughs> you were like, 
fuck? <laughs> that's not an MP4. That's just bloody DMR. <laughs> so yeah, no, it was good. Yeah. It's a good bit of kit. Good bit of kit. Right, says if you've never been tempted with the MP7. Do you know what? I haven't. No, I mean, I would be if I was like, like James and our team. He's recently got one, isn't he, Mike? Or was that the MP5K? No, he's got the MP5. A little short stubby, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So that one is, I think, like, or the MP7. To me, that would be an ideal uh, Milsim sniper's secondary. Mm. Just to be able to lay down them rounds if, if and when he needs to, if someone got inside their MED. From, you know, from going from a sniper, because, uh, you know, the, one of our biggest uh, tactics for, for taking a sniper is literally just rushing the MED. As soon as you get inside it and they switch out to a pistol or whatnot. Uh, you know, it, it certainly increases your chances of taking them out. However, if they've got one of them, you know, underslung with or not underslung, sorry, just like shoulder slung or something like that on a single point or an MP5K or MP7, then it's going to be a different ball game altogether. You're mm. going to be like fuck. But um, yeah, that's a wicked bit of kit. I do love it. I do. I just I, I enjoy using that. The MP5 slap. Yeah. Just, HK slap. It's the HK, the HK slap. slap. <laughs> yeah, it's good fun, and it's very, very. I mean, it shoots like a laser. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's no. The only thing I've changed on that is the motor. So that's completely stocked from Simon. The barrel, the hop unit, hop rubber, nub, everything like that. Sorry to interrupt, Mike. I checked the for email. It's all right. I'll, I'll download it and we'll have it at the end of the show. It'll be a little treat. <laughs> oh, never been tempted. With... So yeah, I mean, no, never not been tempted with the MP7. I know the chief, uh, Paul. Um, his MP7 setup, he loves that, and I think it was one of. I think he got it back from Camo Raids before the APOC event, the Taliban event. I think he used it there, and he was literally just screaming about it. Mm. It sounds evil. I've heard it go off a couple of few times, and it sounds evil. Paul's one, so yeah, I would be tempted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got the MP9. Uh, this was my SMG offering. Um, this is the gas bowback uh, ASG. That's lovely. Uh, that it's on the CQB bolt, so it's um, that's the only thing I've really done to it. Is um, the, the the standard bolt um, is too high in FPS, um, so I've got the CQB bolt on this one. Um, I'm planning to take this to uh, AI 500. Um, I've used it a little bit in the past. Again, I've always found gas to be just a little bit finicky, um, so I don't generally tend to use it that often. Um, but when I, I have it, because for our April time, you know, we shouldn't be, yeah. We well, I've also got the red gas as well, so I'm hoping with the CQB, Mind you, I need weather to recently has been all right for gas blowbacks, do you know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> crazy yeah. weather. Um, but I do like this, so it's got the folding stock, uh, you can get the pull out stock, um, but I've not got the money to to apply that yet. Um, this is that the non fixed, this is the non fixed foregrip, um, so that that foregrip on there actually slides off. Um, so it's just sort of a standard Picatinny rail on the front. Um, those two mags are the short stubby ones. They also do the longer ones. And I think you can get a um, like a HPA tapped uh, drum mag for them as well. Um, but I don't generally <laughs> tend to run HPA. So, But that, that might be something I do in the future because this is a little beast of a weapon. That, um, it does. Sound, it looks wicked. It sounds amazing. <laughs> it looks awesome. Um, I mean, if you slap slap a, a couple of sights on uh, a couple of sights, a sight on it, um, you get the torch on the uh, the right hand uh, Picatinny rail. Mm. Uh, it's just and also the suppressor. It's got like the big chunky suppressor. Have you, have you got have you got uh, Picatinny rails on either side of the front foreground? No, so it's only on the right hand side, okay. uh, top and on the um, underside of the front. That's so. it's wicked. That's the lovely looking bit of kit, mate. So I do I do like it. 
Um, I actually, this is the second one of these I've owned. Um, no, sorry, this is the first, but I did buy a second one. Um, I managed to find one secondhand on pre-fired uh, back in the day, which was the fixed uh, foregrip version. Mm-hmm. Um, I sold that one, uh, but the reason I bought it is because it came with like five mags. So it was cheaper to buy that and sell the gun on with like one or two mags than it was to buy a few new mags. Um, so that yep. worked out quite well. Um, but I'd recommend, personally, I recommend the non-fixed foregrip version because it's better if you're trying to put it in a pouch um, or sort of a side holster or anything like that, uh, just because you haven't got the foregrip there. So you can sort of take that off if you need to. I mean, I can get this in a, in a large sort of pistol holster. Um, I was going to say, so- yeah, because looking, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to imagine your Glock 17 overlaid on that. And it, I mean, obviously, yeah, it's not the, really two difference in size. It's not a fair. great I mean, deal of difference. I mean, it's obviously it it's slightly bulkier. chunkier, but um, yeah. it, but overall, it doesn't look like oh my god! Look at the size. It's like a massive. That's a really small, compact SMG, isn't it? Yeah, ideal that is, mate. Perfect. That, another great um, secondary for a sniper. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the only downside with this is that the mags are very heavy. Um, so they, they the mags weigh. Oh, I don't know what they weigh, but they, they are they are. You know you're carrying a load of these, um, mm. and they're not high capacity, so the little short ones I think are twenty rounds each. Right. Okay. Um, so it's probably comparable to a pistol um, in that sense, but yeah, the 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 longer mags are, I think they're fifty rounds. Mm. Mm. Um, so it's it's not ideal from like a high capacity point of view, but CQB yeah, I guess you're gonna, it's going to be difficult if you're going up against someone who's got sort of like five, six, hundred twenty round mid caps on them. Yeah, it's going to make you more different. But if you was at an event with some more stricter, more realistic ammo limits, so i.e. thirty round cap mags, yeah, um, and you've got twenty round ones there, and they, they sort of come into its own a little bit there, wouldn't it? Yeah. That's I mean, the sound of that, this mate. is terrifying, though. That's that's the main thing. Yeah, I'm looking forward uh, to having a, a yeah. squeeze. I'll let you have a little pop at it on AI. Oh, that's very kind of you, sir. Yeah, I wasn't going to ask, you know, you know. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. To be offered. <laughs> um, so moving on now to sort of M4 sort of style, sort of. Uh, these are kind of mid-range, kind of short to reasonably long, I guess. Yeah. There's the old girl. Bless her heart. <laughs> She's on top of the hill now. She's just starting to go down the other side of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my Bolt B4 LRP SOP mod. Uh, Christmas present from the wife about four years ago, I'm going to say. I think, yes, probably four, maybe five years, five Christmases ago now. Um, it's had a full internal upgrade, Prometheus, bits and bobs, type ball barrel. Pop unit. It's got the um, oh bugger, I've got the name of it. Is it the Sportline Pro Max, mm-hmm. the gold alley mold uh, hop unit, which did come with a little internal trace that you could bolt on there. But um, I t- kindly donated that to my uh, teammate Dan, who'd lost his one when it broke. Then I had my Ace Tech uh, trace unit on the end of that, so I didn't want the internal one, so I gave him that. But yeah, it's um, it's had full upgrade on the inside. Um, it fires FPS wise. When was it last chronoed now? I think it's like 306, 307. Um, so it's a little bit under, obviously, the 350 you can have. Um, it does need a bit of work. The range on it is really good. I'm happy with the range on it. Um, the only problem I've got with it at the moment is that every now and again on semi, it'll fire a three-round burst, which is a little bit annoying. So I've got to send it over to Giuseppe. He's going to have a look at it for me. What I'd like to do is actually have it for the fire selector for safe semi, and three round burst. Yep. That's what I'd rather than having save semi and full. I'd rather I'd rather have the full auto change to a three round burst. And I know that's going to require a MOSFET. So I'm going to buy another tight gate. 
get that bad boy whacked in there. And uh, yeah, like I said, send it over to the night professor. She's got plenty of life left, and I'm not giving up on her yet. Yeah. She's battered, absolutely battered, that girl. <laughs> but it's all, you know, it's all, it's all, it's all cosmetic batterings. You know, she can handle pressure. <laughs> well, my fat ass falling on top of it now and again. <laughs> it's always good. I'm sure it's made of rubber because I've fallen against that thing which should have snapped, and I'm sure it just bends. It goes and comes back again. Yeah. But yeah, it's great fun. We're gonna shoot around corners now. Oh, don't, yeah. Yes, it's a great bit of kit. Great bit of kit with my homemade suppressor covers for my uh, yoke straps. I was just going to say the homemade suppressor covers. I, I am, I, I do need to. Uh, I'll bring, I'll bring one along. I'll, I'll, I'll fashion you one during the uh, AI 500 event. So you'll have it. But I'm just thinking it would be, it'd be quite nice. I mean, it's not on the picture here, but the, the suppressor on that, quite nice with like a little uh, cheeky suppressor cover on the front of that. Little, I could uh, do a matte black one for you. Yeah, not a problem. Yeah, leave it with me. Give me some measurements. Measure the suppressor. And let me know. I'll yeah. make you one. It's quite girthy. Plenty of girth to it. Is it a standard girth or is it a suppressor? No, it's a girth? thick girth. It's a chunky suppressor. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> the yoke, my, my yoke might not be able to handle your girth, then, Mike. Unfortunately. Yeah. Welcome to the uh, the weird and wonderful musings of November. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, yeah, what uh, attachments have you got on there? You've got a few bits and well, pieces. Underneath the um, underneath, obviously, that's a standard suppressor on the front. Let's start from the front and work our way back. So I've got a standard suppressor on the front. Um, and what it is, it's actually the shell of the suppressor. Because what I found is with the little Ace Tech uh, tracer unit, with about two and a bit layers of sniper tape, it will actually just sit almost like an air seal inside a suppressor, a standard size one. So that's been trimmed down. I've got the Ace Tech's actually inside that. So it's double protected. Although it's, so I think the Ace Tech's already waterproof in that. So inside that as well, um, it goes right to the end of that, all the way to the tip. Um, sits in there nicely. So that's just like a mocked-up suppressor with my Ace Tech Tracer unit and that inside it. Um, is, keeps it the flash is, the, is the Tracer unit like glued in or like screwed no, in? Where I've got the the Tracer unit, bit of sniper tape around it, the, then I've got that outer metal suppressor cover, if you like. Just It literally just slides over it. It just sits so snug. And to take mm. it off, you literally just twist it counterclockwise so you're not undoing the Tracer unit. It just slides. It's just such a nice... Little fit. I'm just fanning about one day. You know what I'm like for upcycling and refusing to throw things away. I think I can make something else out of it. In yeah, my yeah, scrappy challenge, scrappy challenge mode gets turned on up in the loft. I'm like, oh yeah, I could do this. I could save some money. Be a tight ass as usual. Not buy something <laughs> that's perfectly fit for the job. Um, and I was like, oh wicked, that fits in there. You know, a couple of little layers of tape. Yeah, a bit of sniper tape. A bit of sniper tape. I make loads of stuff out of sniper tape. Brilliant. You know. So that's that. That's that's the that's just the process. I couldn't tell you what. The, I think it was a. Oh, God, I can't remember now. Donkey's years old. A new Pro 1 or something, not expensive, about 25 quid for just an old suppressor. It, I, when, when you open it up, it had a spring in there with a bit of foam. I was like, mm, yeah, it's going to do the job. So, yeah, I used that, the offcuts of it on the on the front there. And obviously, there's a yoke strap there, cut down, slid over, uh, paracorded up, glued all the knots, um, singed all the frayed bits, give it a little bit of rattle can treatment. And that was that job done. Uh, Peck Box is an FMA. Off of Wish for 40 quid. Uh, again, that's probably five, six years old. It's never failed me. It's still brilliant. <laughs> it's one of those things from Wish that actually fucking works. Um, so, yeah, we're happy with that. That is what it is. It's got IR, white light. It's got a red laser dot, which a lot of sites don't let you use, but I never use it. I literally just use it for the tack light because it's so bright. It's really good. Um, and I've got me, obviously, my holographic on the top, which, again, I think it's an FMA holographic site which is about 60 pounds i think i picked that up in cruelly surplus i believe a long long time ago 
Well, actually, that's my first ever uh, site. Is it on that one or is it on the... Yeah, that one there. The I've got a newer one, which is on my 249 of exactly the same brand. It's just newer. Um, but that's my original. It's still going strong now. So that's my... But I am changing that setup soon. I'm getting the... Um, it's a, a replica of the aim point. Uh, like the... Uh, you, know, you know the... Um, you know the DMR sniper in uh, Black Hawk Down with the M14? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the chopper gets downed and he's hit the two guys defending the, the pilot who's injured. His um his aim point, uh, there's a there's a New Zealand SAS operator. He's like a big black hair, big beard, and he's got like an M4 set up. Um, it's not got a suppressor or nothing on it. It's like a standard M4 model, like a Colt Commando sort of type thing. But it's got the carry handle and it's got its aim point in front of it. Or what looks very similar to an aim point, and I really like the look of that purely through the aesthetics. But having had this arrangement where you've got like an iron sight, then but then you've got the added red dot or holographic crosshairs if you wanted to, actually works for me really really well. I actually like the use of that. Do you know what I mean? So you can either have the screen on off, uh, your red dot on or off, or use your iron sights so you're capable of doing both both things. Yeah, and I really like the look. So that will be changed soon to like an aim point style uh, sight. Mm-hmm. And other than that, yeah, it's the single point sling. Um, I do run my um, an SA80 sling on there now and again, but I've sort of gone back to using just a single clip-on sling onto my rig uh, with that now. And it's quite, it's relatively light, really, as well for for what it is. It's actually quite a nice light rifle. It's not one that's like fucking yeah, this is proper heavy. It's got a bit of weight yeah. to it, um, but nothing like. I mean, my MP5 is heavier than that, oddly enough. And that's with and with that's with them attachments on there as well. My MP5 will be heavier mm. to me. Well, it feels heavier to me. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, mate. Yeah, oh, it's nice. It is nice. She just needs a little bit of work doing to her. To keep her ticking over nicely. Yeah. <laughs> see, I've got a um. So mine's the M4 New Pro Defender. Mm. Um, this is the one that I got for twenty five quid. <laughs> it is so light. It fires very well, and it's just lovely. <laughs> Like, like, you know, you, you sort of think for 25 quid it's going to be a bit naff. Um, the only fault I would have with it is that the, flunt, uh, the front handguard, because um, it, it's plastic, it's a little bit flexy in a few places. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't really notice that unless you're fitting attachments on or off of it. Um, yeah, I, I must admit, I do I do like a little short run. Um, yeah. That's lovely, mate. That's nice. I see you. Got I haven't the, really um... got loads to say about it. It's just, it's just, it was a twenty-five pound cheap gun. Is um, that a tracer unit on the front there? Is that just a little mock suppressor? No, so that's just a tiny suppressor. Um, I just liked the look of it over the sort of the open um, uh, flash suppressor, uh, mm. the flash hider that came with it. Um, so that's just sprayed up as well. Uh, and then attached on the side, I've got a Claris XT10. I think it is mm-hmm. the torch. Nice. Um, so that's quite nice. The the little um, uh, tack trigger is, is just on the other side um of that but it, yeah it's just a short shortish little rifle um, i can run around with that quite easily um, i love that yeah, under, Andy, i love that under grip as well you've got the foregrip there the angled one yeah this is the thing because uh, so a lot of m4s i was finding i was holding them basically by the magwell um and i tried yeah, it with yeah. a, a bipod on it uh, not a bipod a foregrip on it for a little while um but the little angle foregrip means that i can just hold it in a lot more sort of close proximity um, you don't end up with, like chicken wing going on as well yeah, with um, with my one, I used to have like a complete, like a like a vertical, uh, foregrip, like you know, mm. just hold on to it like that. Um, and I found I'd, I'd always resort back to holding behind the magwell, but with having that there, I've sort of forced myself now, and I actually do use that a lot better. Mm. 
Do you know what I mean? They're an R-wood, a vertical grip. And I've also found as well, if that was, um, if you imagine the, the rear part of that grip, you can actually, if you wanted to at times, if you want to get bring your hand back a little bit more, you can push towards it. Do you know what I mean? So you're still open-handed, but you can still sort of control yep. your riff a lot better. So it's, it's, it's sort of a multi-purpose thing, really. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, um, do, just on the front of that as well, the little um, kind of vertical drop that it's got right under the uh, the torch, that's quite yeah. good if you want to set it on a windowsill or something like that. So if you're trying to get something a little bit more of a steady shot, um, you've kind of got a little bit of a perch there. Um, but Andy actually gave it a go when we were at Octo, and he said, you know, it was like holding air. It's such a light little weapon. Um, it's mm. ideal just for just for running around. Yeah, um, nice, mate. Nice. So, yeah. Uh, in terms of other attachments, the, the sight on the top, I don't really use a lot. I, for the most part, just literally run it. Um, I say iron sight so that it does have like a little front fold-up sight. Um that goes on there, but yeah, for the most part, it just literally was running around with it. So, yeah, it's a nice that's, that's all nice I've got to say. Coaches. It's, it's, I, I don't know that's what's in it, I don't know what's been done to that. it. It's just, it just works. <laughs> if it works, uh, do not touch it. Yeah, it's a says, a have a look at make. the Hera Arms CQR front grip. I find it very easy to handle. See, this is the thing, as I'm sort of hesitant to spend any more money on it because, uh, as Andy says, the, the grip actually cost more than the entire riff. Um, <laughs> brilliant <laughs> that's when you know um, you've got a bargain when the attachment yeah. one attachment costs more than the entire rifle i mean the <laughs> the torch genuinely the torch is five times more expensive than i got that entire riff for um, <laughs> that's meant that that's a mental situation to be in isn't it yeah <laughs> which is crazy but danny i didn't realize danny had one of these he said my first pew wish i never got rid of it they are they are just lovely um mm -hmm. And I don't think they're overly expensive, but this is the thing I'm finding with a lot of uh, airsoft guns is that ultimately if you get a nice little platform and you get someone that can sort of tech it up and sort of fine tune it, then ultimately you can have the um, the lightest body on it and just have like amazing internals and you've got a nice lightweight platform. Because whilst whilst it's fun having like the big hefty, hefty I mean, Andy runs with like a 20 kilogram M LMG. And yeah, it's fun running around with that, but ultimately... You know, it's it does put a drain on you over time, and I would imagine a lot of soldiers, if they ever had the opportunity to lighten their kit, then they're going to do that. Um, so, you know, if you gave a serving soldier uh, a weapon choice between one that's five kilograms lighter than another one, they're going to pick the five kilogram lighter one because it means that they can run around with it a little bit more. Mm. Yeah, fight so, light, isn't it? That's the that's the whole mon uh, yeah. mon mantra for the sort of British army's heading towards the fight light sort of system with the even with the new PLC stuff. You know, all the Vertus kit now it's all designed for fight light things like that you know mm. quick wicking this that and the other bits and bobs gone are the days which, of the old heavy duty canvas stuff yeah which brings me on to my um cm16 so this is a this was actually the first airsoft rifle that i bought from scratch from new um i had it kicking around i didn't really use it a lot it's uh pretty much a polymer body up until the uh handguard which is then metal um the stock's all plastic the buffer tube's metal but for the most part it's just a lightweight um airsoft rifle and it was kicking around and i really wanted a dmr so i was looking around and i was like well i could either spend a load of money getting a dmr of which potentially you'd have to tech up anyway or i could use the um the srxl which is what this is and basically get it modded um and this is the result of that so um this is lovely as well i just i the only thing i found with this is that i've managed to spray paint over the site <laughs> what well, over the over the lens yeah <laughs> So oh, when I was God. running around with it at Octo, uh, I had a slight issue because I couldn't see out of it. 
Um, and I was like, oh, oh so we've, we've got a confession that. of a bit of blind firing going on. Is that all, no, is that no, all we're no. saying? No, it wasn't blind firing because I actually went and swapped it out because I was finding that I wasn't really getting any uh, any action with it. Um, <laughs> but I had a combination of paint on the lens and um, uh, it was just fogging up, basically. It was so cold out there. So paint I, on the um, lens and shutting the wrong eye. I can't, <laughs> can't see through this. Oh, well, well, wrong eye shot, sorry. <laughs> um. So yeah, I've I've fixed that now and the site's a lot better. Um so I'm hoping to get this out a little bit more. I've used a little short stubby M4 mag in this as well. Um I think it's like a PTS uh, little short stubby ones. Um, oh, little P mags. Yeah. Nice. Um but this is lovely. I absolutely love this rifle now. Um you know, I didn't really use it before and it's I guess it's that kind of oh, I don't know, a lot of airsofters I see kind of like oh, we're just going to go and get a new one, like go and get a new one and tweak it and stuff like that whereas sometimes you can just repurpose your old stuff. Um, I've always thought that. I mean, I, I don't know if it's me just being a tight ass. It's probably me being a tight ass, I'm honest. But it's like the whole um, buying a rifle, which is X amounts of hundreds of pounds. I'm sort, I'm sort of talking plus four hundred quid, mm. uh, maybe you know three fifty, four hundred, and then having it upgraded. I yeah. don't get. Uh, for, for me as a customer, I, I'd expect if I'm paying that sort of money for a rifle, I'd expect it to do what I want it to do out of the box for that sort of money. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if that's uh, Maybe I'm on my own with that one. Um, I get people want to mod their guns, and you know, uh, and, a, and a gun that costs sort of five, six hundred quid after a couple of three years, you know, parts will inevitably perhaps go wrong or break, or or, or something will happen at a, uh, an event, and your part will need to be changed. That's fair enough. But from going from like getting a, a five hundred pound gun out of the box and then going, I'm going to put two hundred and fifty quid's worth of parts in this now. Hmm. To me, that just it, it it's, it's like a it doesn't make sense to do that. So if, if I was to do that, I'd spend, you know, get 150 quid on a base platform, you know, that's either a full metal body or whatnot. If you're going to rip the guts out of it, it doesn't really matter what the internals are like, because as long as it's got a hard shell body, as long as that's all sound mm. and the construction sound, then if you're going to whack a load of aftermarket parts in here, then, you know, it doesn't matter a fact what's in there. If it's a ship motor or, or gearbox made out of cheese, it doesn't really matter because you're going to change it all. No, exactly. So, I mean, this, this rifle, I think, cost me about 100 quid when I bought it new. Um, and then... I'll be honest with you, I'm not 100% convinced I know what all these things are. Um, but the gun tech put in a gate tightened MOSFET, double O-ring, CNC cylinder head, a reinforced piston head, full metal teeth piston, an AOE, ASG 22K, high torque motor, 18-1 steel gear set, ASG M125 spring, double O-ring nozzle, Evolution Airsoft bushings, uh, SHS ARL, don't know what that is, Prometheus purple hot bucking, flat hop, retro arms, CNC, uh, ZCI 6.2 type ball barrel shimming regrease full service and it now fires 446 feet per second on point two um which when nice. you when you basically rank it up um works fine but I spent 360 quid on that rifle to get that to where it is now and it's fucking banging yeah. <laughs> absolutely banging um so yeah I mean ultimately I think I think the um the bipod legs as well that was an aftermarket thing they're, they're the Aras amoeba um M lock Bipods, nice. which <laughs> you might note that it's a key mod system and not an M lock. I didn't realize that when I bought them. Um, so I've managed to make that work, um, with a lot of jiggery pokery and <laughs> some screw screw fix, um, like, uh, screw thread lock. So, uh, yeah, that's all fine now. <laughs> it's smart, like it's a smart looking gun, mate. I like it. I like the pistol grip as well. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just, it's just nice to run around with. Um, mm. so yeah. 
Uh, just a couple of things came in. Um, John to talk about. Uh, John Connor Jennings said, out of the L85A2 compared to the GMPG, uh, GPMG, sorry, I prefer the L85 and the Virtus gear is shit apart from the plate carrier. Mm, yeah, I heard that a lot, mate. Uh, James C says, fight light has been binned as people took the piss out of it. Now it's fight right. Ah. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you where I can tell you a story about that, which my brother-in-law told me uh, about the whole fight light is these fucking things, right? So these are bivy slippers or basher or, you know what I mean? These are army issue ones, uh, which I've got. Um, and they got taken off of the boys on an exercise because literally they were essentially cutting around the harbour area at night and during the day just in these, you know, getting into contacts and stuff like that. And and obviously the the uh, the the instructor staff on the on the exercise of like, right, right, fucking had enough of this now. Give them, hand them in, all of them, all of you. Put your fucking boots back on because no, everyone was literally just cutting around in bivy slippers, you know. GPMG's firing. He's looked down. And he's got his fucking bivy slippers on, and his boots are just at his passion. He's like, he's just so comfortable and warm. He's like, right, no, that's it. You've blown it. You've taken the piss. Give him back. <laughs> so yeah, definitely fight right now. Then that's the that's the order of the day. But I, I see there. I've seen a fair few pictures recently. Like obviously, you got um, forces news and stuff like that. And I know there was talk about phasing out webbing sets, but you just see belt kits everywhere still. Mm. Is that an option? Is that a, I don't know if anyone who's in. Who's, who's currently serving or recently demobbed or whatnot? But I mean, that's what I heard is that they were trying to phase out the whole webbing set and doing obviously like fight like fight right thing now with um, like assault pack plate carriers or whatnot. But everyone's still cutting about with webbing sets and belt kits, so I don't get it. I love a webbing set. Don't get me wrong. Just uh, just yeah. curious. Yeah. Timeless piece. A timeless piece. <laughs> James C said, Lance, rest assured you're very much not on your own there. I don't get TM owners who buy a 500 quid riff to spend another 600 pounds on it. Yeah. I mean, again, yeah, I mean, not just, but not just TM guys, Um, you know, Crytax, you know, they're, they're not a cheap rifle in the slightest. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, You can get, I mean, if like to, upwards, you start getting into the 249, the, the LMG territories, you know, you're not going to get one much cheaper than sort of 450. Um. Yeah, it's I can appreciate just, yeah. if you're spending money to get something that's got like an extra feature, so like the blowback systems or something like that. Like, yeah. But I mean, there, there's there's cheaper versions of those. Obviously, you've got like the Bolt as well as like TM and stuff like that. So, mm. I mean, yeah. all my stuff's Bolt. I mean, my my M4's Bolt, my uh, DMR's a Bolt, is modelled on a Bolt, um, and the blowback systems in them have been fucking spot on. I love them. I love a Bolt blowback system. The BRSS. It's good. Was it the bolt? Except the uh, charging handles tend to fall off, don't they? The charging handles tend to fall off if you don't put the fucking spring back in to hold it in place. Yeah. <laughs> Me being impatient and just wanted it in there because it looks nice. <laughs> there you go. So if anyone's got a bolt charging handle, send it my way, will you? <gasps> there she is. So that's your DMR. That's my DMR. So that is the uh, that's the bolt Mark Twelve Mod One. Um, I should have sent you a picture of what it originally looked like actually before it that. And what I've done is I've modelled that on the um, the L129 Alpha British Army uh, sniper support weapon or SSW. It's very very close to it. The only thing that it's not got is obviously the optic is a is a locker for like 0.22 shooting. Um, it's got a wicked uh, field of view. It's crystal clear. I can't tell you the name of it because I sprayed over it. Um, so <laughs> I don't know. And I'm not picking the paint off. I'm going to let it flake off on its own. So one day I will reveal what that optics made by um but yeah so it should have an acog on there but it's not got one 
So, and I'm not going to spend that for because if I want, if I was going to put an ACOG on there, it'd be a proper, proper jobby. Um, but I like, I do love that scope. It's nice and comfortable. It did have high, higher risers on it, so it did sit quite high off the body originally, off the top receiver. So I got some uh, some low profile. Um, uh, what do we call scope? Scope mounts. Scope mounts. That's it. Mounts. Mounts. I was trying to think of that. Um, so some low profile mounts, uh, so which will enable me to still see underside it and obviously there's a the flip up sight there so i can just about use a flip up sight ish um but yeah it's a wicked bit of kit i love that uh suppressor at the front there is again it's just a uh a new pro tracer unit but it's the long version they used to have which you take three double a batteries it's very old but it's a full metal body and it's purely just there uh for aesthetics it makes no difference to the sound of the rifle at all it's just purely there for the look again a homemade uh Suppressor cover, the yoke strap, bit of paracord and rattle can. Um, SA80 sling in desert tan with a, with a Picatinny mounted um, rail sling on the side. Uh, sling loop on the side there. Uh, the standard bipod, uh, not the Smith & Bender one, because that's about £5 million. It's just about 25 quid off of eBay, that one. Um, but I made it dirty, so it looks expensive. <laughs> <laughs> if it's too black and shiny it looks really cheap <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah it looks expensive now because i fucked it up a bit um i've got a list of um what was done to it uh which i'll quickly quickly skim over so from so what i wanted because obviously it's got the blowback system and of the recall i wanted to keep that i didn't want to get rid of that so i turned the gearbox and the housing modded them to allow for the for the piston to fly back and still to still create that blowback which is still there it's wicked i love it so gng gearbox shell 3999 uh zci ht motor uh 81 gear set retro arms cnc rotary hop unit the, the the hop unit in this is wicked i think you've got the same one in yours mike mm. cnc rotary hop unit and it's so yeah. stiff but it's it's micro adjustable and there's no chance for it because obviously the recoil in that the one i found i've also found it in my mp5 as well or a few mp5s is after a few rounds especially if you've got that slidey hop adjuster um it will track forward or track backwards mm. and you'll see your rounds starting to fly off and that's what it is it's the it's the recall well it's the firing the, the force of the firing the weapon it where it's so loose so i bought a family like my mp5 where i had the arm just put a little bit of glue tack a little bead of glue tack on the back of it just so it makes the arm just sit slightly off at an angle so it it, it, won't, it, it won't move basically best thing to do with that or once you're happy with it super glue in place or a bit of loctite or silicon or something like that um but yeah the, so the hop unit on this is nice and stiff so it's, it's hard to adjust but once it is adjusted it's going to stay where it should be and not fuck about so you haven't got to worry about it again once you set that it's set so that's good as gold um yeah prometheus hop rubbers uh prometheus type bore barrel prometheus hop tensioner um evo airsoft eight mil bushings uh the gate titan rear wired mosfet um Anti-reversal latch, ASG ultimate cylinder, full size, GNG G2 tappet plates, AOE correction, gearbox customized to fit the bolt recoil and the reinforced bolt piston head, um, shimming, re-grease, bits and bobs like that. And that was, I think I paid 400 quid all in for that. And that's it's quite amusing. It's uh, If you actually compare air. our two DMRs, they're very similar. But I mm. think it's the uh, the same guy that's worked on both. Yeah. <laughs> It's a, it's, so that's including the base rifle, which I've got second hand. Um, the, the, all the internals of the of the base rifle were, were knackered. 
So it was literally there was no the gear, there was no gearbox in there or anything. It was just, I essentially just bought an outer shell with a couple mm. of little bits with it. That's all I got. Um, so it was a full internal build. So including the the base layer, it's about four hundred quid. Is what I paid. But it's fucking a D a, a DMR rifle. You'd spend four fifty on a brand new one, and then you'd mod it. So that's got the best of everything in it, in my mm. eyes. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it's just fucking. It's a it's laser. It really is good. And it's just fun to use because it's still got that recoil. You know, it's not it's not ultra quiet. You know, if I shoot it, you will, you will hear me. But I love it. It's it's fun. Yeah, I mean, it's really good at shearing earpieces. <laughs> it's shearing ear, shearing earpieces at sixty five seventy meters. Is I, I could when I heard it. Oh my, it's in my ear. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh dear, have I shot literally shot him in the fucking ear? But then I yeah. found out he wasn't. <laughs> so I was I was less I was less cross with myself. <laughs> that's fine. That's good. <laughs> but yeah that's um that's a great fun rifle to use uh obviously mm. solid stock at the back um big old chamber there for the uh for the titan battery to sit in and power the machine uh which i haven't which i haven't charged since being to octo oh you're not um, excellent like i said I, I fully charged it before i went to octo used it through the octo event it's yeah. now sitting in its um in its uh battery safety bag waiting for um for the seo milsim which is uh Second to last weekend of March, um, it will then be at the Legion Airsoft event the following weekend, and I'm just going to see how long I can go with it. Yeah. No fun doing the science, so you don't have to. We are <laughs> putting in the man hours to bring you the science. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to move on to uh, LMGs because I'm conscious of the time. Um, so this is my GMP Stoner. Um, this is yet to have any rattle can treatment, and it's only because I'm a little bit hesitant to do so, because I do like I do like the original look. Um, it's a very sexy looking rifle, that is. I do I do love it. So this this has the ability of uh, semi or full auto. Um, I think it fires about 18 rounds a second, so it's not the fastest rate of fire. Um, <laughs> Danny says, "Can I hold it?" Um, but yeah, I mean the. I really love this rifle. It's one of the lighter LMGs that you can get. Uh, I think this weighs about six to seven kilos, um, which you know, again, in sort of comparison to the, uh, yeah, uh, in comparison to some of the, uh, the sort of the M249s, the, the AK like that, it's obviously a lot, a lot lighter. Um, I've had a bit of work done to this as well. Um, nothing, nothing major, to be fair. Just kind of like tweaking it here and there. Um, I've had a new um, MOSFET put in it. Um, the only the only downside I would say to this rifle is that the box mags are a bit of a pain in the ass. Um, the box mags themselves are about a hundred quid a go, um, which is is fairly expensive for a box mag. Um, but then the because it's um, effectively gravity fed, in that it just drops in the top. Um, so as soon as you disconnect the magazine, you just get a load of BBs sort of flying out all over the place. Um, because obviously the mag is is winding up, um, so it's sort of gearing those up ready to go. Um, so that would probably be the only flaw with it. Um, the the major advantage I found recently is adding the um, pop out foregrip. Um, that's been an absolute game changer in terms of it, it's really nice to have a foregrip on there anyway. I've previously run it with a bipod. Um, I think it was like the sort of the cheap Wish eBay kind of bipods, and I used to use those as a bit of a foregrip. So I just fold one arm down. 
<clears throat> and then running around with it like a foregrip. But this makes an absolute difference because it gives you the, fore, the the bipod capability, but it means I can actually carry it in a whole new way as well. I can just sort of sling it down so that the butt stock um, is basically by my feet, so I can carry it almost like a shopping bag, um, which, you know, just and makes that's it a real steel um, foregrip as well, Mike, isn't it? It um, is, yeah. They're lovely. I've got one of yeah. them myself. They're, they're solid polymer, but solid. Really good. Mm. And that came into its own uh, the other week at Octo. Then I'll see a few pictures of you with that deployed. It did. It did. It did. Yes. Um, yes. The only problem was I had at yeah. Octo it was the uh, the magazine. I went to change the 9-volt battery in the magazine. Um, that, that's the whole story about why I'm called 9-volt airsoft. Um, and I've managed to shear off the, the battery connector. Like The, the battery connectors are just in pieces. Um, so I need to rewire that at some point. I'm probably going to try and change it up to a Dean's fitting potentially, or something a little bit easier to disconnect, um, and maybe just change it to an, from from a nine volt battery. But the, the box mags are almost so proprietary and they're so small and sort of finicky. It's, it's not very easy to kind of adapt on that front, which is a bit of a pain. Um, but I absolutely love the gun. It's just yeah, mm. it's nice. And nice. what brand? Um, and who's who's that made by? Mike, uh, this is GMP. Um, so I can't remember the price of it. I got it. I got it years ago. This was, I think, probably like the second gun I ever bought. Um, and I've been talking. So there was a guy that was um, sort of offering. Uh, there was some company I was speaking to, and the, the guy there was like, "So what, what sort of gun do you want?" Like, oh, I don't really know. I want like an LMG, but it to be light. But also, I want it to be nice. I want a like high rate of fire. And he was like, "Oh, um, have you thought about this?" And I, I looked this up. And I was like, "That that's spot on for what I need." Um, now, I know uh, Fresh Meats just said real gunners don't do semi, and I completely agree. But having the capability to switch to semi and then move into buildings, um, yeah, you know, <laughs> I, you can't beat it. You know, I mean, ultimately, yeah. yeah okay. Fresh Meat, what do you know? Yeah, having a support gunner <laughs> just hold like covering the outside of the building is fine. Um, but if you need to pile into a building quickly, you know, yeah. I haven't got a faff about trying to get off sidearm out. I can literally just swap it over. Yeah, that's um, it. You tell him, Mike. Yeah. Actually, quickly, I must say, I'd like to thank Fresh Meat for his help last night with charging my box mag up. I'll take yeah. all that back. Just now. How did he solve it in the end? <laughs> no, not at all. Oh. Rubbish. He well, solved his problem. <laughs> but my one, I don't know. See, um, I can't really show that. But yeah, it's the, it's the new A&K um, 1500 round box mag. I'm having, if anyone knows... When you know it's charging, let me know because I don't know if you know what I mean. So I plug it in. There's a red light on the USB end, and then as soon as I plug it, connected to the uh, to the box mag. Sorry, Mike, I'm hijacking your LMG separate no, signal. Um, the, the light goes off, and then it might come back on. It might not. Um, if it does, sometimes it's bright. Sometimes it's dim, but blinking really quickly. I don't know. I don't know what to do. So I need help. Anyone help me? Anyone at all? Back to you, Mike. Carry on. No, that's fine. Um, <laughs> I know uh, Andy says, not your role as a support gunner. Let the assault boys do the hard work. I completely agree. Um, but ultimately, if you are there on your own, um, which I have been for some of them. friend. Yeah. You, uh, you know, it just gives you that capability. And also, it means I can run around with three or four other LMG gunners. I can, be the, uh, I can be the assault LMG, and then the other LMGs can be the support gunners. I reckon you should spray it <laughs> peanut butter brown. I might do that. I'm, I'm tempted to spray up sort of similar colour schemes to the other one. Um, and then pebble dash it with peanuts. <laughs> for texture. For texture purposes. Um, 
I have also got the uh, the S and T M two four nine, um, I, which I have actually got sprayed up, and it does look quite nice. But I need to get that teched up. Um, I ran that at AR uh, at the AS, National Airsoft Festival, and it wasn't wasn't really where I wanted it to be uh, in terms of the range and the like. So uh, I need to get that kind of spruced up a little bit before I start using it. And I didn't want to kind of talk about it tonight because I've not really had a chance to properly run around with it. Um, but this one I've used again for many many years. It's never really let me down. Um, it's yeah, it's perfect, perfect in every way, oh. um, except for the magazines, which are expensive and a bit of a pain in the ass. And the um, there's nowhere to mount a uh, a sling point, so that's and, uh, my crude um, and, uh, adapter on the stock. <laughs> um, but other than that, it's great. Oh, that is great. Other than that, is essentially the Mary Poppins of yeah. um, airsoft rifles. But you you have an M two four like a proper M two four nine. I can't remember what make yours is. Mine's a, a classic army. Two four nine, lovely bit of kit. Uh, picked this up second hand, and it's uh, it's had nothing done to it. The only thing I've had that, that's gonna be a lie. The only thing I've done to that was I removed the, I, I, the only thing I've done to that is remove the <laughs> scaffold tube of a barrel that was in there. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It was essentially an old brass, god knows what it, the, the barrel I took out of that, the original barrel, which must be 15 years old, would look. Wouldn't look out of place, hung above a fireplace. A lovely bit, <laughs> lovely bit of brass, lovely bit of brass. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I could put a little brush on there and literally just sweep the half of it. It was perfect. So I put a, a mad ball type bore in there, um, a new hot rubber, uh, new nub, and it's just been absolute laser. So it's, was it's this the one that was in Black Hawk Down? Potent, I don't know. That, that's What's what I was told. Because backstory is a friend of mine. Uh, a friend of a friend had a um, quite severe, I think it was either a car or motorbike accident, which left him paralysed. And uh, obviously he got paid out quite a substantial amount of money for it. Um, I don't know the full story, but this is what I've heard. Um, and he purchased a film props company. Uh, and part of the sale was three shipping containers uh, full of extras and sort of background rifles. Um, and, and rather than getting replicas of real stills, or it was cheaper for film companies to use airsoft rifles. So he had uh, four M177 armor lights that were used in the green zone with Matt Damon, and this 249 for sale, uh, which I sort of bit his arm off, and I sold on the 177s because uh, I didn't need three 177s because I had an M4 on that already. Um, I had my MP5, and I really wanted to keep hold of this. And I was being told, "You've got too much stuff." I was like, okay, um, perennial point. <laughs> yeah. So I kept hold of this. Now, what, from what I was told, this was used as a background weapon in Black Hawk Down, or potentially the scene where the guy goes deaf. But I don't know if that is because I'm sure they both got M60s in that scene. I don't know, but apparently it was used in. It still got the sound of Mogad issue in there or something, but I don't know. I've got nothing to back that up with. That's what I was told, but but there we go. So I, I think it was. It's nice to think that because <laughs> yeah, it's, cool. it's a wicked movie. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's me beast. Um, I added the Picatinny on the top receiver because it didn't have one. It just had the standard iron sight, big old chunky boy. So had one hole in there already, which a M5 uh, Allen key threaded bolt would fit through nicely. I drilled one more to secure the Picatinny rail. And then I'd silicon the inside and the outside, stop any water ingress. Done the job fine. Uh, there is a massive hole just up from where I hopped the hole I drilled in silicon, which lets the fake rounds come in. So there's water ingress there. But for the hole I made, you will not get water for it. 
Yeah. Just I'll put that out there. All right. <laughs> so regardless of there being a massive hole, open magwell bit for water to come in, <laughs> the whole, the little hole I drill, no water. Um, and yeah, all I've done is, like I said, it's a tight ball barrel, hot rubber. There's the standard. It's the, it's the original motor in there, the original gearbox, original gear set. Everything's original in that, apart from the barrel and the little bits of rubber. So yeah, it's a it's a beast. I love it. I did take off the top front foregrip part because I thought it looked a little bit GPMG-ish without that bit on it. But then I put it back on because I was scared of losing it. <laughs> <laughs> and when you and when it comes to me, I can lose anything in this in the in in the airloft. You know, I I lost a big shiny sheet the other day. <laughs> My mylar blanket. I lost it in the loft. I was like, "How can you, you lose find it? it again?" I found it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, essentially, it's it's like the wing off a satellite. It's this huge shiny sheet. <laughs> How the fuck can you lose it in amongst a load of camouflage stuff? It's beyond me, but I did it. Yeah. So there we go. Yeah, I've lost. I've, yeah, so I thought, no, this is going to go back on because I'm not only going to lose the little pin underneath the front iron sight that holds that in. I'm just going to lose a whole lot. So I put it back on. Yeah, but it's a great bit. I've got the two. I've got the two box mags there. The standard that come with it. Again, that's been held together with sniper tape and eight layers of paint, um, and the uh, the fifth, the new A and K box mag there, which I'm yet to test because I'm I tried to test it Octo and the battery was flat. I wasn't sure if it was charging up or not, so I I just give up in the end um, and went back to the DMR. But what I did do with the main, the original box mag, the two, the twenty three hundred round box mag, was mounted a uh, a rocker switch on the face of the box mm -hmm. mag that faces you. So you do have the switches on the underside of it, which is if you're prone, it's a bit of a ball ache unless you've got the bipod deployed. Um, so I've fitted the little rocker switch on the front, which literally winds and turns off. You can so just about see it on the side you of can the. Just um... see there, it's IP rated, oh, so yeah. it's got a, it's got a nice silicon flexible cover over it, so it is waterproof to an extent. Um, so you literally just flick on, box mag starts winding, flick off, and it doesn't. So when you start engaging, flick it on. It's quite simple. You know, you've got one one hand there. Nine times out of ten, I'm either going to be prone or leaning on something so i've got the other hand sort of spare uh to uh to to operate that rocker switch and it, it just works really well you know rather than mm. having them switches underneath which you can get snapped off or whatnot they, they've just got a nice co good covering of um of uh duct tape and some sniper tape at the bottom there just to keep them secured um and obviously that new switch is installed there on the face the side of the box mag facing me as i'm looking at it if you know what i'm saying so yeah just a simple on off box mag winds box mag doesn't and that's it um, yeah, still got the carry handle on there. Do like of, a self-winding box mag more. It's beautiful, isn't it? Uh, like, it's, bit of contention to the carry handle. A lot of people yeah. take them carry handles off. Mine's on there. Mine's remaining in place. I don't care what people say. Uh, original bipod. Um, no plans to add the um, the tactical front foregrip with the Picatinny systems and that on it. Just want to keep it as it is. You know, it's just I I don't need to add any more weight to this fucking thing. It's unbelievable yeah. as it is already. So um so yeah, that's a good bit of fun. That is lots of fun, yeah. lots of fun to be had. <laughs> and you just said ball gear box man. Thanks our our representative from ball gear. Yeah, <laughs> send me one, Andy. Let me let me test it out before before I take the plunge. <laughs> so I'm conscious of the time. We're just going to skip on to the last one. So uh, Lance and I both have uh, different with, with different mortars. Uh, yours yours is um, different to mine. Um, but yeah, it's the, fundamentally they do the same thing. They do. Um, that's just a, an old uh, bipod which I had for my M14 uh, a long, long time ago, which me and uh, my friend Dan uh, spot welded to the outer tube, obviously of the mortar. 
just as a just to keep the, the basically the muzzle out the ground. Once you've got it set, then you can essentially just drop rounds down it, sort of self-contained, uh, sort of static firing position. Um, it's modelled on the 38 mil paramotor British Infantry paramotor. Um, a lot of the models now, it's essentially it's a, a, a capped off scaffold tube which has been filed and obviously deburred on the inside with a really long wire brush on an 18 volt drill, just keeps cleaning out all the little burrs and filed out. So it's nice and smoothy, smoothy, uh, and that's a wicked bit of fun. Not the most accurate bit of kit in the world. Uh, however, if it's a, a nice calm day and it's not too much of a breeze, you can drop rounds on, walk rounds onto a target, which is good fun. Um, and we like them, don't we, mate? The, the, the whole oh, team I love it. The, the, uh... I mean, it is it definitely they aren't as accurate as the tag rounds and stuff like that. Um, but you do get a lot more direction, directional sort of targeting with the tag rounds, but there is something to be had about the, the massive bang as it goes. The bang, the cordite, then... the, the smell. Yeah. It's it, it, you know, it's it's just it's a fun, it's the fun factor for it. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's bloody good fun. That's what it is, yeah. regardless really... of it. Oh. It's not on target. We'll fucking fire another one. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get more and, rounds down. And you do you do just hear the 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 cash the cash um the cash till ringing every time you fire it because I think they're yeah, like yeah, seven yeah. quid a round or something. Yeah, there is um, a ching. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, wicked fun. But they wicked are they fun. are they are just great fun. Um, and it's, and an yeah, element, it's, wanna... it's an emotion element in it to it yeah. for an event, especially at night time. I mean, Christ yeah. alive at night time, they're brilliant. If you get if you get to see Ooh, one firing, they're just good fun for that. Um, I know there's plenty of videos around. If you're interested, I think we've got one on the Punishers Instagram. Um, I know Octo have got some on the their um, yep. videos that Harry has put together because um, I was firing that one. Um, I'm sure there's, there's, there's someone loads of, on there's our loads team page on Instagram. The Punishers everyone free yeah. uh, team page is someone there. There's someone on the Facebook page as well um, of it being shot at the SF base at Longmore at night. And there's a yeah. few when we did Dark Water with Dark Water. Who hosted that one? Was that SEO? I think so. Bloody hell. Do you know what I think it might have been? That might have been my yeah. first SEO event was Dark Water. At the old quarry thing. Mm. Bloody Nora. There we go, dude. Rage makes a good point. It says tags are the same uh, cost point as a uh, as the mortar rounds. Um yeah, I think I think they're different different things for different types of game, really. Um, I mean, I, I would say the mortar. I think, while I think, I think it's the initial fun, setup you're not, you're for tags. You're not going to be getting like a proper accurate system, are you? Yeah, tags tag rounds are more accurate than than that mortar all day long. I'd say from 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 the, from the years that we've been using that for. I mean, we've had them out for Christ knows four. That's mm. got to be three or four years old now, if not more. That mortar tube. Yeah. Um, but like the rage said there, I know that I know that the round itself is probably at the same price, but I think it's the initial outlay to set up for tags is a lot more than what that would be. Mm. Do you know well, what it I mean? depends if you buy one? Oh, I, I think the, the mortar tubes are like 150 quid. Um, yeah. I know TLSFX, TSL, whatever. Um, they sell their own uh mortar tube. Um, but yeah, I mean, rage makes the perfect point. Mortars are cool, but tags are a bit more with that, mate. Yeah. Completely agree with that. They are they are they're they're probably they're a lot more accurate, I'd say. Yeah. Um the I only think, thing more... I think the mortars give you over the tags is purely um more bang for your buck in terms of actual bang. Mm. Um just because you get you know when you when you fire the tag rounds, it, it's like the, the, the kind of whoomph sound. Mm. Um whereas the mortar's going off. 
bang. A full on um, boom. You know, there's 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 two explode. Obviously, you've got the initial ignition to fire the round, and then you've got yeah. the secondary when it explodes. Whereas obviously the, the tag rounds, it's just a, a discharge of air, isn't it? It's CO2 or yeah. compressed air or something. So you're not gonna have the same. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't you can't take that away that the tag round is more accurate than um, than the mortar round. So absolutely agree. Cool. Right. Well, we'll probably better call it a day. And um, we've run on for far longer than we normally do. Um, I do just want to come back to a couple comments that were made. Uh, so Danny said we love Andy Bob. <laughs> we love Andy uh, Bob. Chris said I bought an MTP source bladder. Um, Lad. Cool. Nicely done. Uh, Andy said, sorry to interrupt, Mike. I'd check the NoFo email if I was you. So, yep, uh, Andy has very kindly put the uh, Mrs. Tranger together. <laughs> oh, mate, that is spectacular. That's absolutely Mrs. banging. So we'll be uh, we'll put that out on the socials because that, that's got to be shared. Yes. Uh, so well done, Brilliant. Andy. Fair uh, always comes through. <laughs> Mrs. Um, and I'd like to fresh... add that Rage has got a better beard than King Leonidas does as well. Yeah, mm. and a, and a, and a comms and a, and a, and a, and a, a set apparently. Yeah, set, a better set as well. Yeah, he might very have, smooth um, legs. It could have ended a lot better for uh, for the three hundred if he had had that set. Uh, Fresh meat says my two four nine cost five hundred. Then I put a two hundred pound gearbox in it plus barrels and hop units. So yeah, bloody Nora. Uh, there we go. Talking of webbing and bits and pieces, James C says personal preference. I love webbing. Others and I hate it and love a shooter's belt and day sack. Mm, yeah, fair play. That's what I'm going to be running for the uh, Legion event uh, plate carrier shooter's belt and a little day sack, 17 litre. The Virtus Assault Pack, funny enough, which I did slate originally, but then I realised it's actually a very good piece of kit. So I retracted my slatingness. <laughs> so I, I do like that little bag. It's good. John Jennings says what I just kept seeing was the webbing you get or shoot as soon as you got to battalion. Everyone was. Like, nah, get a fitted battle belt, screw the webby. Mm. Fair enough. Uh, talking of the M lock to the key, uh, M lock to the key mod, uh, why don't you just buy an adapter from key lock? I did debate it, I just didn't want to spend more money. Um, the Jimmy, Jim, I was gonna say jimming it till I fix it, but that's probably not a good reference. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I just bodged it basically and it works fine, so I didn't have to spend any more money. So love a bit of scrappy, scrappy challenge, mate. Yeah. Uh Andy also said the thing with TM is that TM isn't actually that good out of the box. You're paying for the name, quality of the body, and only until recently there was the only good recall system on the market. So you're paying for that extra little for the fun factor without having to go down the GBR GBBR route. Mm. So yeah. I can't comment. I've never owned a TM, so I, I wouldn't be able to. No, I've always envied purchasing one, but I, but every time I seem to pick one up, they're always quite heavy. I'm just, I'm kind of getting to the point now. I'm like, I don't necessarily want to carry around a massive gun for the sake of it. Like, I'm not. Time, you're personal. reaching a certain time of life, mate. Yeah, you got to start. You know, you know, I've got a few grey hairs starting to recede. You know. <laughs> um, that being said, so uh, regardless, regardless. So this was the chap with the AK on the Polar Star. That's terrifying. That AK. Which uh, it says next game. Hopefully, I can bring my HPA SVD, SVD and we can go hunting. This guy has uh, an AK. I think it was a forty-seven. Um, mm. Set up with a Polar Star, and it was fucking insane. Like you terrifying. pull the trigger, and literally, this was the one I think we talked about last week. The BBs just literally just flying out. Dead There's accurate. No noise. There Straight is on. no. It's it's the quietest weapon, airsoft rifle I have ever heard fire, and I mean like from Mark Twenty Three pistols. 
yeah. and sniper rifles and things like that. This is yeah. it's literally and there's barely well, any squeeze of the auto, trigger. Even on full auto, it was just like yeah, it was just like oh, this is quite this. This could literally send me to sleep. I could just squeeze the trigger, it, and there was no pressure to the trigger. It was like a hair trigger, wasn't it? You literally could, poof, and it there was Absolutely oh nothing. my god. We, we should have got a recording, just a sound recording, just to just to play. Yeah. Regardless, Next if time. you could do that, could you record your um, AK firing for us and and possibly like Facebook us the um, just the audio of, of that firing because it's incredible, mm. absolutely incredible. Yes, I did like that. Lots of fun. Yeah. Uh, Andy Bob saying that I did that with my MK46, bought it new and had it delivered to the tech, not even to my house, and then dumped another 300 quid into it. Oh. <laughs> you bad man. Uh, Les says, Lance, that's what I need to do to my MP5, sort the hop adjuster out. Yes, mate, yeah, they can be they can be funny little fuckers, especially with them sliding hops, which obviously run linear with the barrel, um, as opposed to having the adjustable wheel. Um, you've got either sort of, like I said, a little bead of glue tack down the um, between the hop arm adjuster and the outer barrel just to just to put a little bit of pressure on it to stop it sliding um just some way of fixing it in place so when you're happy with it with, with what it's set and you're not going to change the weight of your bb um it's not going to shift them with the with the vibrations for, that run through the body because that's what you'll find will happen there's a, they're easy to adjust don't get me wrong which is great you can literally dot fire and just dot tur and just move the arm in and out uh, which is wicked because you can think oh, i have bob on now but as soon as you let go of it you know couple of mags down the road you know you've started putting hop on and your bbs are just fucking going everywhere again so you know it's not the end of the world just have to adjust it every every couple of mags put it back to where it was you know scribe a little line on the outer barrel uh on the i'm sorry in the on the upper receiver where the where the arm comes back to just so where your mark is just so you can just run it back there quickly or even that failing that glue it in place but just be careful you know obviously if it breaks it's a bit of a ball lake but i've, I've found a bit of a little bead of glue tack along it just holds it in nice and tight Always good. Uh, talking about the magazines, the box mags, Lance, there isn't a lot of them. Little charges are a bit strange. Just get a voltmeter on the connections after about half an hour of charging or cut it out and swap it to a mini lipo. Yeah, so I was thinking uh, there there does seem to be the space in there to put a 9-volt, so I might just do the old-school 9-volt and not forget them like this fucking thing back does. <laughs> Winning. <laughs> Rage says, if it's the same as mine, which it looks like, uh, Lance, light should flash when charging and go solid once it's charged. Right, okay. I think I've either got a problem with the three and a half mil jack connector then, mate, or a problem with the actual uh, lead that came with it. Yes, I shall have to see. I know Wayne's got a couple of three um, power packs. Of, you know, it's basically the I've three... Got tri- one floating around as well. The three AAA in. batteries that are all sealed into like a taped unit. Um I think he's got two or three of them, which he's going to bring along for next. Uh, I think he's at SEO and and he's at Legion with us, so we'll see what happens there. Cool. Uh, yes. Andy says I want to get all the mortars together and all fire at once. I'm hoping. That's hoping the that one that's thing. Going to this year we're going to do it. This year yeah. we're going to do it. three rounds complete. Yeah. Especially, I'm hoping it can be at night as well. That'd be wicked. Yeah, <laughs> at night time. And I'd like, ideally, I'd like to get a camera set at the at the at the firing point and at obviously the impact zone. Yeah. Um, which that would be brilliant. Just yeah, be on fire. Can, just be on fire. <laughs> just Mike stood in the middle of it with safe with iPro on covered in peanut butter. <laughs> yes! Yes! Um, regardless, rage, says... running, rage running towards him, shouting Tranger. It's <laughs> <laughs> a big crescendo at the end. That's what we want. <laughs> uh, yes, you can, Wayne. Definitely bring all yours. Yes, absolutely. Uh, regardless, says uh, 74 meters. Uh, I think that's his. Uh, the AK. Or was that the AK 74M? 
Oh, yes, no, you're right. AK74M, sorry. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Um, and he says, yeah, no problem. We'll send the send the audio. That'd be cool. Awesome. Thank you, mate. Uh, and then talking of tag setups, uh, Ray says, yes, Lance, my tag setup uh, with launcher, three launching shells for a fist-filling device. It was 600 quid before you had rounds to it. So, yes, yeah, so it's a big outlay. But, a big to be fair, but to be fair, that's only 10 more to rounds, so and you're pretty much there. What do you mean? Well, if you, if you um, spend... Uh, 10 more know, rounds is not 600 quid, Mike. No, I just realised the mass of that. Are you <laughs> fucking mental? Been a long day. Leave me alone. <laughs> I bought ten water rounds the other day for five hundred pounds. I thought it was quite a good deal. I said, no, I think actual water rounds. Pants. It was great. I think you had your pants pulled out. That's what I think. <laughs> right, cool. Thanks everyone for joining us. Um, we aren't a hundred percent sure what we're going to be doing next week. Um, we might have a guest on. We might. Be. Um, we're waiting just... to hear back, so we're not going to say anything until we've heard. Yeah. Just so, need um... to confirm that, but we'll let you know. Uh, hopefully by the weekend, what we have. But it should be exciting. So if they come on, it'll be. Be good for good laugh. Yeah. So cool. Right. Uh the only other thing I want to say is apologies to all the podcast listeners that tonight's episode has been very image heavy. Um, so please feel free to go and check Facebook and YouTube if you'd like to actually see the pictures that we've been discussing. Yes, yeah, do apologize for <laughs> because that. Because I mean, we know a lot of people about... do download it and listen to it whilst driving to work, and it's hard yeah. to sort of generate <laughs> in your mind. I think we were relatively clear, but we're always very conscious of of trying of being descriptive of stuff but when you've got a picture yeah. you can say if you look there but that doesn't help someone who's driving it's not the right of that image yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway cool uh, i think that's everything um in the meantime feel free to get in touch if you want to do so you can talk to us on our email which is no for chat hotmail.com instagram is at november at november underscore foxtrot underscore nofo facebook is at november foxtrot nofo youtube is youtube.com forward slash c forward slash november foxtrot and our website is www.novemberfoxtrot.co.uk might shorten that we don't get too many messages on some of those i might just leave it as like the email on our website yeah that sounds good to might me easy. Oh, regardless has already sent the video by the way so uh we'll check that out later oh awesome good stuff wicked right say goodbye lance goodbye lance and we'll see you all next week ciao Ta -ta. <laughs>